1: Well, good afternoon, my erstwhile, no, erstwhile, my regular and new listeners. This is Jim the Keys Bartender. Happy holiday season to you here. From the Florida Keys, from the warm Florida Keys, the warm, breezy Florida Keys. I know you guys, listen, I'm going to start the show out saying, God bless you guys in the Midwest. I know there's other things going on, but Jesus Christ, did you guys get hit and hammered. Uh, Poor Kentucky with the tornadoes, and then you had the high winds this week. Really, take care. I mean, yeah, it's like pouring salt on your wounds. I Understand that, and I'm hope I'm wishing you all well. I do have listeners from the central part of uh, the country, and uh, we've been through and not recently, but we've been there before. Well, it is the height of the season for the holiday season, and I'm sure a lot of any of you that have been in the service industry. You, you've got your specific stresses. I know people that don't work in the industry have their specific stresses because I, I've been there too. And in the holiday season, it's really easy when you're not involved in a certain business or things like that. You're outside and when you go to a store or a restaurant or you're waiting at the DMV or at the hospital... The hospital is a little more stressful if you wait. But whenever you, you're in a hurry or you have limited time or you have certain expectations, it's really easy to try to take it out on the people that are there. Whether it's other customers or the people working there. We we want to have things our way a lot of times. And we build this narrative in our head that it has to be that way. And then you start thinking those things, those thoughts that take you down. Well, why is it taking so long? Why I'm at Starbucks. Why is it taking so long to get my caramel low-fat latte with extra nutmeg? Well, yeah, there's... There, these are different times, but it's happened before. It happened before there was COVID, and it'll happen after. And it, it's stressful. And there was a post on one of my feeds about people that quit in the middle of their shifts. And usually, you know, there's when when something like that happens. There's a story behind that. There's a, a sometimes a long story. Sometimes it's a it's a breakdown that's been coming, or it could be all of a sudden. Who knows? I I don't recall. I remember doing things where I've almost self terminated myself when you lost lost your stuff. As you notice, I'm not, I'm not going to say the, I didn't say, uh, I'm not going to gratuitously use the words that I don't have to use in this episode. We're getting close to holiday. I'm going to see what that, I want to see what that does to the downloads if I lift the explicit. I mean, whenever there's anything on there explicit, I'm going to probably set it up that way. But I try not to. I, I'll try not to gratuitously throw those out and see what happens. But, you know, when that mid, like that post on the feed, when you are losing your stuff, sometimes you lose that self-editor. You say things that you don't want to say. I realize, personally, and this is only myself, that I've let Like lack of sleep, minor illnesses, major illnesses, problems around me, some personal stresses. Just get out of hand sometimes. And I let it creep into what I'm doing. And I didn't like that. Today, there seemed to be a parting of the clouds for me. I don't know. what. It, yesterday, I had had a fitful night of sleeping, and I'm, we've all been there. And I had a double at work. A double at work. Where are you going to, else are you going to have a double, right? Uh, well, I had a double at work, and I went in there and kind of psyched myself up when I was going in there. I, I slept maybe two and a half hours. I know some of you don't sleep at all. I just don't operate that well on... And on two and a half hours sleep, I feel hollowed out. I feel empty inside, unfortified, weary, weak, haggard. You know all those things. And I think it's unfair to my loved ones and the people I deal with, my coworkers, my friends, the people I come in contact. It's it's a disservice. And I wish I could just shut that off and and divorce myself from the how I physically feel, but I'm so my feelings are just always there, right on top. Right on top, and just always coming out. I'm not one to internalize and keep them there and see them all. It's anti it's it's almost goes directly against the stereotype of the Irish-American, Irish person, you know, with like, you have all these hardships. And it's a lot of cultures like that. You're supposed to just suck it up, don't say anything, be positive. Well, I don't know if that's the be positive thing's one of the stereotypes. But you suck it up, try to do it, do your job. I'm not one like that. I'm a, I am always characterize myself. My self-characterization is that I'm upbeat and positive and warm. That's the way I like to view myself. I like to portray myself that way. But I want it to be the same inside as the outside. I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing to just suck it up and be... You know phony with things when someone says, how are you doing today? You really want to say, terrible, but thank you for asking. And then move on. I don't know how a better way to do that because I think it would creep out. It would just creep out. And some of us can do it. I can't do that, generally. <clears throat> and today, nothing in particular happened. Just this, it, it was a palpable it was it was tangible it just lifted i had i was having difficulties accessing one of my you know my multiple jobs i was accessing some applications on a computer and the passwords weren't you know you know how it is with technology and It just wasn't going my way. And I just said, well, listen, how important is this? And I spoke to my manager at the time and said, listen, I'm having difficulty with this. I'm going to try to do it, but I can't spend all my time doing it. I have to do my job. And it wasn't critical to to the performance of my job, but it's one of the requirements they want of me. And I don't dispute the desire to have it. I'm just saying that if I had to spend a couple more hours doing it, I would lose my stuff. And that happens, especially in the... I'll address the service industry right now. With this specific stresses to that, but you can apply it to whether you're at a bakery, whether you're in an emergency room. I know there's a lot life and death things going on in an emergency room, on the battlefield, law enforcement, firemen... Anybody in a beauty salon, there's stresses, and it's how we handle them and how we cope with these things that make us have uh, perform our job better and actually have a better life. And how we let it go. At the end of the day, I don't, I don't really, I don't really, I don't think I carry it with me all the time. And I think I let it out. And sometimes I'm really embarrassed about how I do let it out. And how I manifest stress. But I'm getting more attuned to the idea that... Maybe I'm supposed to let it out. And not let it sit inside. Because things do get better. And that a lot of times things that seem bad at the time. Or someone may rub you the wrong way. I was at a dinner a couple nights ago, and I thought I was being charming. I was trying to be inclusive of the people that were there. And there was one particular guest there who was seemingly ignored and I tried to incorporate that person into the group. And I think they may have misheard it. And they were a bit farther. It was on a long table. I'm trying to welcome them and be nice and jovial. And I didn't even make a snarky remark. I was just saying, hey, you know, you should be sitting at the head of the table. And this person heard, hey, asshole. Oh, I guess I got to check explicit. Maybe I don't. Because that's more of a PG-13 thing. So maybe maybe I don't have to do that. I'm not gonna list it like that. And if I'm gonna get I don't think that's gonna be an FCC violation, because it's not the F node and all that stuff. Nowadays it seems to pop up on, on T V and this isn't a public public airways, but it is the internet, so I gotta be careful about that. But I was in trying to be inclusive of this person, they heard it that way, so I heard I seen the person that brought the guest with them to this party. And I said, hey, why were you angry at me seeming trying to engage your guest? Because I was trying to include them, be inclusive. And the person said, told me what happened. And I said, oh, well, that's not what I said. I was, I was trying to, you know, make them feel welcome by asking if they would like to sit at the table. And they said, oh, and I said, listen, I'm not that kind of person to try to make Somewhat, I have made people feel uncomfortable, but my intent is never to make someone uncomfortable on purpose. Unless, unless it's absolutely called for. And when I say absolutely called for, if someone, in the most radical situations, is if someone comes in crashing through in, in, to your group, and, and let's say they're violent, yes, you got to make them uncomfortable by either restraining them or ejecting them. So, in instances like that, I could walk around and say, "Wow, boy, this person just didn't really like me at that time." And it turned out they heard me the wrong way. And I thought, uh, and fortunately for me, I wasn't carrying around that long. I just wanted to go and talk to them. And they said, "Oh, well, that's all right." I was that's that just for future. Reference I said to him, I'm not like that, and especially since I stopped drinking. So, getting back to the restaurant thing, a lot of times there's a lot of activity going on, a lot of things going on, you got a lot of things in your head. People see you, and you're engaging other people, and they're trying to get you. To engage them. Whether they're trying to get an order from you. Or they're trying to say hello. They want a personal greeting. You haven't seen them for a while. I did mention in prior episodes. I have this thing. I've been working it within a couple hundred yards of the same location the last 14 years. So a lot of people I've been seeing for 14 years. And sometimes they go away for six months. And... It seems like they ha- it's, it hasn't been that long since I've seen them. It could have been a month. It could have been a couple weeks. It could have been a long vacation. But I do recognize them. And I, I, I didn't think there's a reason for a specific greeting. Like, say, hey, how you been? I haven't seen you in a long time. And I realized for that those people, and they feel like they have a tight relationship with you, that could hurt them. And I realized that. And I try not. I try not to. And I like, I like being warm. That's my general thing. And I try to do that. But I do realize that people go through the same things I go through. I don't necessarily know why people go and hang out at a bar if they're in a bad mood. I had a gentleman come in last night. He looked like he might have been a bit miserable coming in. But he sat down. I was having a discussion with other people. The guy didn't seem to want to talk. He was just sitting there having one drink. And he smiled with one of the comments once or twice. He seemed a bit unhappy. But that, that uh, meant a lot to me that he smiled a bit. And uh, that, out of everyone, and I ran into people that I really have warm relationships with. This person I hardly knew from Adam. But it meant a lot that this person, that perhaps, I'm not saying I did, but perhaps something I had to do with probably bringing a little daylight into that person's life. So whatever we can do at work, and what I did yesterday when I woke up and I was feeling we had a very busy day, We started out the day very busy and it kind of, with the lack of sleep and I told you how I felt being hollowed out, haggard and things like that, I just went, I am the Terminator and when I mean Terminator, I'm not going to, I'm not Terminator killing someone, I'm the Terminator, I'm just going to be relentless, I'm just going to operate the best I can. And I said, I'm thinking in my head, well, geez, when I, years ago, I could operate without any sleep. Two days, maybe 50-something hours without too much degradation. And when you're really motivated, yeah, I think that's... I don't know if it's your glandular, your adrenal glands or anything. It's just you power through it. So I did it and it worked and I wasn't totally miserable. At the end of the night, I was feeling a little stretched and luckily my wonderful uh, boss... And my co-workers uh, I just said at the end of the night When we were wrapping things up And everyone was gone And they didn't really need me for anything I said I hope you don't mind too much You mind if I go home I already, you know, wrap this day up And they did They said yeah, go, go home, and relax And I did And you know what? I had a wonderful night's sleep I got up a, a, In the middle of the night I had this thing uh, that happens to me In the middle of the night Where I get up. Uh, for some reason, when it's dark, when I get these in the middle of the night, I don't. I'm not as motivated when I wake up. When I think of things, the brain does not, for me, s- skew to the positive all the time, as it does when you're sunlight around. So I really, I'm starting to get this thing where people love coming down. To the keys for the warmth and the sunlight. I mean, ideally, we are supposedly the pinnacle of evolution or creation, depending on your bent. Whether you're, you know, a very religious person, that we can overcome those environmental things that would affect us. Well, me, not so much. It seems like. And you know what? Maybe it works out better that way, that you have to think through things. And talking about thinking through things, uh, I'll make a reference back to the trying to fix some of the you know, accesses this application. In today's world, depending on the work you have and just being able to operate, you have to have a widespread knowledge. Cooperate, unless you're having, you're taking care of. When I say taking care of, you know you're wanted, like, like a child. Think about it. Other animals within the different animal species, or insect, or plants, you're on your own from the beginning. Like turtles, when they hatch, they go out. And whoever makes it to the ocean, those sea turtles, that's your shot. And then you got to make it out of the surf, and then you got to make it out of the deep, whatever, deep water. And that, that's it in the beginning. For for humans, it's 18 years. Some of them never really launch. It's called failure failure to launch syndrome, where you never really develop the capability to take care of yourself. I manifest a lot of, I think, some of the qualities on both sides. The failure to launch and the independence. When I was 12, 13 years old, I remember being put on a train down in, outside of Washington, D.C., traveling up to Philadelphia, getting on a bus. After I got off the train, I was going and taking several buses to get to my grandmother's house and I did that by myself. And, and in a lot of ways though, I didn't really I there was there were things I couldn't couldn't do when I got over. And I think it had I'm not going to blame it on any one thing or person or me because we do blame ourselves a lot. You got to remember that we're only human. And Whenever we make a mistake, it's important to acknowledge some mistakes, especially if they're hurtful and it's damaging and things like that. But it's also important if your intention is not to do it again, if your intention is not to do it again, to try to address the problems or difficulties we're having. And then, you know, forgive yourself as long as, you know, obviously when there's horrible things we're doing, there's probably deeper problems. But I'm not talking about that. Really dark psychology things. I'm talking about things where we misstep, on, and, uh, socially misstep, and in personal relationships and things like that. It, it's important to address these things, look at them, uh, realize that we're human, that we make mistakes, and that we that we endeavor to do better, and and and, and apologize to ourselves and the others, and then uh, uh, progress. And when it comes, I'm going, to go, I'm going to get on to lighter subjects right now. I don't think we need to delve in that too long because I know we're in the midst of the holiday season. And we're getting up to the, 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 the end of the year. And every year you think, ah, just like that, that graduation mentality, we want to move up a step. You know, I want a better house. I want a better car. I want a better relationship you know sometimes with all those things it's just how you view the things you have not getting things or people or achievements it's how you view them that could be the pro- progression if all you were able to eat the year before is bread peanut butter oranges let's get let's throw some lettuce in there maybe leafy green spinach carrots and all those things. If that's all you get to eat, and you think, well, I want to eat all these other things, well, maybe you need to view and say, well, at least I'm eating some healthy food. You may not agree that bread's a healthy food, but, yeah, that's how you view it. So, to move on, we have to be experts at everything. Think about it. We have to, first of all, we got to think about how we need to do for self-care. Get up, shower, go to bathroom, go to bathroom, then shower. That's my routine. Eat, drink coffee. If you have children, wake them up, dress them, feed them, get them food, get them ready to go, send them off to school. You got to get dressed, ready for work, do the things, do the laundry, do blah, 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 blah. Take care of banking. There's a lot of things we need to know. And we have these other things that we have to address around there. Right? It's always been that way. 25, 20,000 years ago, our ancestors, when they're coming out of the cave, when they wake up and they say, you know what? When I come out of the cave, I can't just look left. I gotta look right. Because the last time I just looked left, there was a bear on the right and he nearly, you know, clawed my ass. So I look left and right. Oh, there's berries on that tree, but that killed a member of the clan. So I don't eat that. And this animal I can catch. This other one, it's very big, but I don't catch. I'm gonna expend a lot of calories getting it. But I'm, I got to get a certain amount of food in me during the day, so I'm going to survive. Get a certain if you do, if you figure out, fire, then you have to get a certain amount of fuel to heat up, maybe you know to put a little fire together. You know, for the longest time they survived. I think fire was very important for the for bringing people out. I mean, it'd be so interesting to figure out how people survived going to the northern. Uh, reaches, or southern reaches when you think about it, because in the far south it gets very cold, and if you go to Tierra Tierra del Fuego, on the tip of Argentina, or that one of the southern, uh, South American countries, gets very cold in uh, July, I guess that would be, because that's their winter. But I guess that was integral. And how to get certain Habillments, clothing, furs. So you had to be good at uh, you had to be multi talented, dependent on your division of labor. You know, when you get a clan, you say, "Well, these people are hunters; these are gatherers; these are warriors; these are homemakers." These are the ones that care for the children. We have to have children in order, because we're going to get older, we're going to need these to be the active ones. It's very important. And nowadays we got to all these other things around us. But really, because of all these other things, once we met our basic needs, uh, food, shelter, food, shelter, human relationships. Um, I mean, obviously foods also include water and and then sanitation you have to have because you can't just... If you're going to set up a settlement, you're going to have to make sure that you're not poisoning your, your water source. There are all sorts of things. I'm kind of going blank right now, but as we... Pick up that circle. There's so many things we got to keep on look. How to turn on your God? I almost said it. Your gosh darn television. How to hook it up? How to access the internet? That's not necessarily that turning on the television is important. But if you if you you pay your bills online, yeah, you got to be able to get on the computer on your smartphone. So you have to have some type of technical savviness. And then there's the things we do to care for ourselves, to survive in these crowded environs we have, getting on the road, being able to drive, drive safely. Be be able to feed ourselves, feed ourselves the proper food. Pay pay the mortgage, pay the rent, maintain a job, maintain our relationships. Because a lot of things, whatever you say, you know, when you see the basic requirements, sometimes people need those. Some people do perfectly well by themselves. You know, they they do. They do perfectly well without having a lot of interactions with other people. Uh, I, I like to have Interactions with other people. I enjoy them. I also enjoy my solitude. But being an expert. And I, I, I thought of this today and how I came up with this idea was a friend was telling me about some difficulty. I said, hey, how's it going? And he said, a younger fella," he said he was doing something with his sink and he accidentally pulled off a, I think it was a spray, a spray line. Or he knocked something off his faucet and water started shooting up. And instead of automatically going to turn off the water underneath the sink, he went out and turned the water off at the source. Now, that's dangerous. You got This is the part of having a wide bound. Because of hot water heaters, you don't want to turn off all your water because you don't want to water, the, the, your water not feeding into your hot water. Because that could cause a lot of problems. So that's General knowledge. I just said, hey, listen, you should turn it off as close to your problem as possible without shutting it all down. And if you ever in the future down here, some uh, uh, some gentleman with a wide ranging knowledge said to me right before Irma, when we were shutting everything down, he said, this is what you should do before you leave. He says, you know, empty your fridge. Do all that stuff if you're evacuating. This is if you're evacuating. And get all your perishables out and things like that. And and turn off your uh, electricity at your main breaker. And then turn the water off at the source C- coming into yeah. And there's, right out front, there is a valve that controls the water that comes in. And it's and then when you turn it on, it's important to turn the water on first and then turn the electricity on. And that's something I never thought of before. And it's easy to forget. And I told people and said, there's a lot of things when systems get complicated, there's a lot of things that could trip you up. and there's experts out there and experts screw up all the time how many surgeons cut off the wrong limb sometimes they use markers and stuff like that this is the this is the leg we need to amputate In you know, back to the civil war they knew right away because you know there's that leg's black this one looks good when someone's looking at his leg so this leg looks pretty good i don't think i'm going to cut it off nowadays they may view that there's going to have to come off but it may not be apparent, so they got to mark it and they got to double check and things like that. How many electricians? How many times you hear about electricians getting electrocuted? It's not because electricians aren't intelligent; it's because systems are complicated and things, mistakes can be made. So we we do need to be experts in a lot of different things. You have to have a wide ranging knowledge as systems get more complicated. Financial systems, gosh, that's complicated and very intelligent. People that graduated with masters of business have screwed up royally, royally, incredibly bad. And you're going to say, well, they did something like that. Once you hear it explained to you, you go and say, wow, it was apparent that was wrong. But you know what? It's a very complicated system. And that leads me on to the next subject. And this is
0: Why Now. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds. Anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Learn the art of filmmaking with Spike Lee. Or how to bring your creative vision to life with Issa Rae. Try songwriting with Alicia Keys and cooking with Gordon Ramsay. The possibilities are endless. With over one hundred world-class instructors ready to teach you, that thing you always wanted to do is closer than you think. Get fifteen percent off your annual membership today at masterclass.com/save. That's masterclass.com/save.
1: You know, sometimes we accept things. And this is positive. I'm going to turn it We accept things when there's intractable issues. Intractable. It seems like there's no solution. There is no solution to this problem. Right now in in the U.S. and around the world there's uh, inflation. The world is heading in the wrong direction economically maybe. And that Whatever the reason why it's there, okay, it's there. You have to address it. The other day we were talking about, and I apologize, um, I apologize, I don't want to make it an issue, uh, but one of the guests that came to the bar, we were just talking about the high winds, the crazy wind that was in the Midwest. Not, not the tornadoes, the crazy wind, but the tornadoes were late in the season too. And this guy just started going, oh, people are going to blame it on wo- global warming. I te- or climate change. I tend to believe that it, it does affect the, the issues uh, the, the climate change is occurring and I don't think it's, I think mankind is definitely helping it along. And that's my belief. but that wasn't part of the thing. My thing was, I said, does it really matter? I mean, it matters to those people. It doesn't matter what's causing it right now. We're still going to have to address it, address the issues. If water levels rising and neighborhoods are flooding, we're going to have to address those issues. Now, what the cause was. Now, if you wanted to fix it, on my, on my, my position is that we could do things to alleviate those things. It could be a little late for that now. It may be a little late, but we can mitigate more extreme things that occur. A possibility with all the know-how and knowledge. If we took all the resources that we were throwing at the military this year, we're going to, I think they had upwards of close to $800 billion they're going to spend on defense uh, spending, which is, depending on your thing, is a necessary expenditure. But if in the end, and we'll find out later on, in an episode later, when I say episode later, in the future not an episode here, but in Future Mankind, how much that money could have been better spent in another application. Like getting away from the things that mitigate it. But, but that was not part. Being able to, you, you have to address situations. it's high winds and you're going to have that a lot, you may have to build more shelters and more structures inside houses that... Uh, that or building codes that have to be changed to say hey listen you're going to have to in in case we have this you're going to have to have basements storm shelters things like that flooding you're going to have to move people away from it or figure out a dike system or filling whatever but the one thing i want to address the one thing the high cost of higher education Now, if you look at the numbers, and I'm not going to go through the numbers with you. If you're all smart enough to do the research. One thing people are definitely saddled with after they graduate or if they don't graduate is that a lot of them are saddled with a huge amount of debt. And the price only gets higher. And a lot of people do not end up using their degree or getting, they get They're either unemployed or underemployed, make it very difficult to pay back. And it just keeps on getting worse and worse. The university system that we've started out, originally, you could do that. You could, uh, 70 years ago, 80 years ago, you can get a part-time job, pay for your college as you're going to it. Go to state school, pay for that. After World War II, they had the GI Bill. Now we have people being saddled with an enormous amount of debt at a time where they're supposed to be launching their personal lives away from their families. And that's a lot of extra stress for them. And a lot of people feel that it's out of touch. makes it out of reach for them. Higher education is becoming more and more. Why is the university system the only way to get... degree I am talking to you right now over an application that propagates the podcast I'm broadcasting live now I can access many databases get almost any information what does a university do for you because with COVID we know a lot of people did a lot of studying on their own They did it remotely. And the interface with the professor. They say, oh, you need a professor. You need instructors to guide you. They need to correct your papers. Well, you don't need them to correct your papers anymore. Do you? Test to make sure the answers are right. There is. There is. We are within reach. We're within very short time that... You do not have to have a building dedicated to that. You may have a a building dedicated to the servers you need. But even that has gotten smaller and smaller, the amount of space you need to store the information. All the information, all the books, everything that a, let's say, a surgeon needs to know, can be stored, the knowledge that they can be stored on a smartphone. I'm not saying you can be a surgeon on the smartphone. I'm saying all the information that you you gain, all the uh, text, textual information, all the instruction, everything, except for hands-on, can be stored on a smartphone. Electrical engineer, accountant nurse. And there's some hands-on training. Yes, there's clinical training. But if you think about it, years ago people just went and they learned on the job. And that's what an internship and residency is really, isn't it? Learning on the job. You go and get your instructions in the universities. But if it's fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 a year, you can't tell me that you can't get that same information, get the papers graded, and do all the classwork for you. You can't tell me that you can't get it for $2,000, $3,000 a year and still make a profit. You can make a profit. I talked about online universities, Phoenix University, they, they have a minute amount of class space. It's all virtual. The next step would be artificial intelligence or machine learning. Now, machine learning is different from artificial intelligent. Intelligence, I understand that, but things are changing, rather rapidly. We see it in the service industry with robots being introduced as servers. So why would a person need to be there all the time? I mean, people need to learn. But there's no reason why it should cost that much. There is no reason. It's a business. It's an accreditation factory. Pretty much, that's what a university is. Harvard University, Yale, MIT. There are people learning today. I wager I'll wager my life. There are people learning everything they need to know without ever having stepped in a university on, on their laptop. Or, you know, eventually on their, on their cell phone. When you think about projecting on TV. Really doesn't matter. Think about it. Think outside the box for that. Why are we draining these resources? Yes, there's research that occurs at universities. But research also happens. That research institutions are very important. But eventually, if you think about it, the Human Genome Project. When it first started up, people were doing it with less, more human input. Nowadays, it's almost done using machines. Design is assisted that way. Hardly anybody, anything is developed without the input of some program. Now, if we're able to substitute a line worker, a skilled worker, um, to be able to manufacture something, You don't need to have a robot teach you. You need an artificial intelligence to teach you. Right? Because the robot physically, the teacher is not going to do anything for you. They'll point to something, but, you know, an artificial intelligence can highlight something also. They can emphasize something. So think of, I'm, I'm projecting this idea to you. Why do we have to do it? Because accreditation. You need a degree. You need to pay. What is it? A quarter million dollars? It costs or more? Three hundred thousand, three hundred fifty thousand for an Ivy League degree. You cannot tell me that. You cannot get that same information from other sources for much less the cost. And if you showed me the line item costs, I'd show you there. What? Where can you break down the cost? Why is it that much? show me where that information comes. You say so, well, you got to pay for the information. If you were going to be an English major, Shakespeare is free. If you go to Kindle, you can get all the, you can get all the works of Shakespeare, all the works of Edgar Allan Poe, all the, because copyright has ran out on that. And you can come an expert on that, you can get analysis on it. It's free from hundreds of different professors or people. Not just one. Think outside the box. This does not have to be an issue. We need to restructure society. If we want to make everyone, give them a wide base of knowledge, yes, not everyone has to be an English professor. Some people have to be engineers. Some people have to be nurses. Some people have to... But, you know, someday, they could be replaced too. Someday, an engineer will not designing things, things will be designed by an artificial intelligence. One case. Another thing, hence the thanks tut, I think I put thanks tut, is the title of the episode, King Tut. I'm picking on King Tut today. You know why? Because of the pyramids. I'm not talking about the slave labor, which was horrible, maybe, I'm sure. but The engineering school, pretty amazing. But there are big, big mausoleums, right? When someone dies today, if they want to be buried, the cost of burial, and I, I'm sorry, I apologize to my friends that are in the funeral industry. Do you really, do you really need that? Do you really need... I don't know, what does the casket cost? $8,000? You're putting someone in a, why, why, I understand the visceral feeling that you wanna put some, your padded coffin, a padded coffin, padded coffin for a person who's deceased. A pet put in a padded coffin. They do not feel it. The padding is for you, not for the person. Because you want them to feel comfortable. They're not feeling anything. I assure you. And all you're doing is staving off the inevitable process of deterioration. And you're taking up valuable real estate. Go to Europe right now. Go to Europe. I demand you, go to Europe. No, no. Or go to any place where civilization has been around. And there should be tons of... Eventually, there should be tons of cemeteries all over the place. No. Now, I granted in the ground there are a lot of dead bodies in the ground because people just took them, buried them, put them in the ground, and then they developed rituals, rituals because they thought, oh, we got to start sending, we got to send them with some jewelry, give them the jewelry when you put them in there. You put the jewelry in there you put your mom's earrings on mom when you put her in the ground because that makes you feel better. I don't think your mom if if I don't think your mom wants you to bury her with your earrings. I think she wants you to wear the earrings. That's what I would want if I had earrings. You can wear my ring. You can wear my clothes. You don't have to bury me in my finest clothes. Matter of fact, I don't want to be buried. That's a separate thing. I just want to, you know, if you need to get... I like the idea of putting yourself into a a tree ball. You ever hear those things where you just... They take you and they put you in that and your body feeds the tree. Is the organic material that goes into it creates a circle of life. I love that idea. I don't even want the embalming thing. Come on, do it. Plant me real quick. If you can't do that... That's expensive. That's kind of expensive. But the the cremation process, we just, you know, we've had cremation for years. We just got to get a little more universal with that because we're taking up a lot of valuable space. Now, I'm not telling people what to do with their money. You can do whatever. You can build the mausoleum. But go to one of these cemeteries from the 1600s, 1700s. Right, Go in, in Boston, Philadelphia, New York. Go to the old cemeteries and you will find tons of gravestones. Some of them are broken. Some are gone. But some that are there and they're so worn down, because they were sandstone or something like that, you can't read them anymore. And remember the movie Poltergeist. Right in the movie, the premise of the the movie *Poltergeist* is that they put a housing development over top a cemetery, and they moved the gravestones. The bodies weren't even there anymore. Any move, it happened. It still happens. Got pauper 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 fields pauper fields, P A U P E R, pauper, poor people. They can't afford it. They just dump them in a mass grave.
0: Yeah, Jim.
1: This is great Christmas conversation. No, what I'm trying to say is let's rethink these things. Christmas trees on the lighter note are so friggin' expensive. Some people are paying 50% more for a tree this year. Maybe more. It's gonna bite them in the ass because people will to say, if you have to put a tree up, why not an artificial tree? They don't lose their needles. You just put it in a box and put it in your garage, your basement, or your attic. And then you bring it down. Some of them have lights already built into them. You don't have to water it. And yes, you may have to pay a little more money. But if you're going to do it three years in a row, you would have had to pay it paid on. Or two years in a row. The trees paid for. Don't have to go hunt for it. Eventually, that's going to happen with steak, chicken, Ribs. They're going to keep on raising the price. They're going to keep on raising the price, raising the price, raising the price on some food items that we don't need. We don't need. You know what the price didn't go up for? Soda. Why? Because you don't need soda. People think if the price for soda went up the same as it went for steak, People would stop drinking soda. He said, well, why are we drinking soda? It's giving us diabetes and making us fat and rotting our teeth. Look at little Timmy over there. He looks half a knucklehead right there because all the soda he drinks. Price of soda didn't go up. You don't need soda. You need gas. You need gas so it's $5, 4 $5. Got to keep you on the tip." But they made a mistake with things. They make a mistake with things that people don't need. The visceral things, the visceral things. Think of the flat screen televisions when they first came out six thousand dollars for the kind of TV I have right now. It was, it was a hell of a lot bigger and a, uh, I mean thicker and a lot heavier, and the, the picture wasn't that great. Nowadays, you can get one for four or five hundred dollars the price rises up to a part where people are still comfortable doing you don't have to pay for certain things you have to pay for the basics we need water we need some electricity we need housing how big a house do you need? Where do you need to live down here the price for housing went up enormously and I'm sure that's in, but how big a house do we need? And how how much time do we need to spend in the house if you living in a place like here a semi subtropical paradise when I say subtropical I don't mean a sub paradise subtropical and subtropics you should be spending some more time outside do you need a big house do you need a big living space or do you should be the outside do you need the house to sleep to keep your keep your stuff. To eat, maybe? A big house. People people get a big house because they want a big house. Do they need a big house? Unless they have a lot of people. They don't need a big house. They're a little house. Why do we keep on building big houses? Well, Jim, you can't have people live in a tiny house. Why not? You need a bathroom. You need a sink. You need a stove. You need a fridge. You need a bed. You need a place to put your clothes. right We've got to start thinking outside the box and that's what's going to be 2022. That's going to think think outside the box. what do you need? what are you willing to pay for it and what are we willing to do to make the changes? I'm not talking about radical ideas. I'm not talking about communism, socialism, capitalism, consumerism. I'm talking about our expectations and what we need. So with a college degree, do we need the accreditation? That will change as soon as employers and people that do the hiring decide, well, this person has the intelligence. This, har- this person is a Harvard graduate. This person over here went to community college and said, but we tested both of them, and the IQ of the person who went to community college is higher than the Harvard graduate. But they graduated from Harvard, Jimmy. Let's go to something. else. Yeah, so what? Now, there are some other intangible things I understand. But as soon as people start realizing that, it's the quality of the person and the education and the knowledge they have, not the accreditation or where the accreditation came from. Maybe there has to be a new one for that. Maybe one of these billionaires out there, instead of start sending people into space, spending billions of dollars in space, if you really want to change the world, you want to change the world, change the way we accredit people for education and not putting them into debt. Let's not try to milk every cent from someone, every resource, every blood, sweat, tear. From them. And we could do that in 2022. We could start with the ball rolling. It's not a radical idea. It is not a radical idea. It's just something we never thought of. And some people say, hey, maybe it isn't a good idea that we dress our kids up in costumes. Some of them are dark costumes. And every October 31st, put them on the streets at night. To beg for candy, maybe we could do something else that's just as entertaining and not as harmful and dangerous. And I'm not saying that to someone's. There's. It's not because of the, there's needles in the candy bars or poison or something like that. Every so often there may be some of that in there, but that could be any time, right? I'm just saying it's not necessarily the point of it. It's just like the point of Christmas. What is Christmas about? People say, well, it's a holiday festival now. As a religious holiday, they're missing the point. They're missing the point with all these things we're doing. Right? If you're a believer, you do that in church or at home commemorating. And yes, the tree and the stockings and all that stuff. But once you introduce Santa Claus... Who was a Catholic bishop in ancient Turkey. Right? It's going off there. And the Easter Bunny has nothing to do with his, you know, his rebirth. The Easter Bunny has nothing to do with that. That's something different. And people poke fun of it. Comedians is fodder for comedians. I'm not saying you can't enjoy it but there's no reason to go broke every year and stress about it and think of the basis for it Let's get back to basics get back to basics with the holidays old timey stuff I'm talking about you want to talk about traditions there's traditions you want to preserve same thing with education what's the point of educate higher education? knowledge knowledge Not by doing upside-down keg stands in a fraternity house in Stanford, California. It's not. Not that they probably do the best keg stands in Stanford, California, but they may may do, I don't even know, Stanford, in Stanford? No, it's probably someplace else. But the point is, there's solutions out there, and we just don't have to make them difficult. We don't have to make them difficult. We don't have to worry about, like, if you say, oh, I won't be able to pay for the funeral and stuff. Don't pay for a big funeral. Don't pay for a big funeral. If grandpa wanted to be buried in a $20,000 coffin, he would have put it in his will and had that money and stuff like that. And here's money for that $20,000 coffin. You don't have to go and go broke to do that. And you're not doing a disservice account to your grandfather. Okay. We can do this. We are well into the third millennia by the Gregorian calendar. And there are solutions out there to almost any problem. There are solutions as long as we can recognize and say, well, do we have to do it this way? Can we rework this? An engineer would come in and say, like, I can fix that. What I'd like to fix right now is the holidays are coming around. And if you do want to give me a nice gift for the holiday. If you really want to be giving, I'm going to ask a lot. And it's not money. It's not money. I'm going to ask you to share this episode, share the this program, either on iTunes or Spotify, because they seem to be the ones that keep the most uh I get the most data from because the other ones I don't know if I get all the data feeds from it, but I'd like to get a hundred thousand downloads by the end of the year. A hundred thousand between now and the end of the year. It's right now. It's the sixteenth, a little over two weeks. A hundred thousand episodes. That's a monumental task. That's a monumental task. Appreciate. That's almost the same amount of listens I had in five years it started out real slow it's been gradual and it's been really coming up great I do appreciate it. but I'm setting the goal to 100,000 I actually put in a, in my hashtag 1 million downloads 1 million downloads but that'll be I mean maybe next year next year I'll do 10 million there's a lot of other people that haven't I think there's no reason why we can't do I deserve it maybe not Do I want it? Yes, I do. And I think you can help me with that. Help me with that. I do appreciate you guys. And I will come back to you next week. This weekend, I think I'm off on the Sunday. We're going to go to this Fairchild. uh, It's a light show in Miami. It's supposed to be really beautiful. We're going to go to it. I'm taking Abby and Sky there. It's going to be uh, wonderful. I hope you build your experiences this year. Don't get all stressed out at the end of the year. Remember, that's not the purpose. For the holiday, Your holiday did, it did not come about. The tradition has not come about for you to be stressed. It's not. I'm going to endeavor that 2022 with much less stress. I think I was taking a lot of different vitamins, the testosterone, the clarity thing. I don't think I necessarily need what I need is sleep. Exercise and good nutrition. That's for me. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Okay? I got the, you know, I think starting this, today's the 16th, but Sunday, it would be two years I haven't had a drink. This time around. Hey, listen, I know most of you don't have a problem with it. If you did have a problem with it, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I wouldn't be the King's bartender. I'd be the Keys bottled water salesman. Okay. Or a filtered water salesman. That's probably better. I mean the Keys desalinator. Desalinated water. Right? That'd be a good thing. I purify water. I knew a guy, one of these guys in the program that did that. That was a big thing. He had he built his own desalinization plant. And he had a big property and I think he built the, the desalination system he built had enough for all the, his irrigation needs, plus more, that he was able to put some back into the system. I don't know if he put he put potable water into, if I'm remembering correctly, and if, I hope he still does it into our um, sewage system. Potable water, which is not bad to do that. You're taking water. He's taking water out of the ocean, desalinating it, any excess water he has. He puts it back into it if he doesn't use it all. So, hey, what a great thing to do. Remember, keep up those downloads, and I'll be back to talk to you next week. Or maybe, maybe, who knows? I could do one early on Sunday, see how the movie starts. I still have, do I still have, I still have topics here. and Oh, we'll talk about that next show. I'm going to carry that to episode 545 in the next one we're going to talk about nicknames we give people or regulars thank you very much and have a great day I really do want you to do well uh, emotionally physically uh, spiritually do it be well endeavor to be well uh, you'll get it you'll get it I have a faith that you'll have it it's it's, it's been a tough tough two years really has. And life has always been tough, but you know what? We're still here right now. We're still I'm able to talk to you, you're able to listen, and you're going to be talking to other people. Just be well. That be that be that well. Be well, and when you're well, you can make all the decisions you need to make. You don't have to agree with everything I say. But you I, I would ask you to agree with the one thing I said, besides the downloads and all that stuff. That's for me, I understand. I'm talking about being well. If you, can, if you can walk away after listening to this and be better for it, or better for think better of yourself, that that would mean the world to me. One person, just one person, it would mean more than anything else. And those other things, I want it to be whatever it is. So, thank you very much, and I'll be back.
0: Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.